The only show that has been referred to as a triple penetration of knowledge, humor, and timelessness. I am, of course, Steak Sauce. Ah, <sighs> eh, fuck it. Let's get it right out of the way. Let's get into these sponsorships. Off the Grill is brought to you by Casey Anthony Trash Bags. So tough, even a toddler couldn't tear them. Big bold corn. Corn on the cob so big, you need two hands. When you think mouthful of fun, think BBC. And last but not least, AshleyMadison.com. If you want your secret liaisons to absolutely become public, talk to AshleyMadison.com. With that out of the way, congratulations to Lonnie. Did a fantastic job this weekend, second place. Um, and I think only ended up losing to someone that was a much higher colored belt. That's what I've been led to believe. If I'm wrong, I don't know the colors either. So that's all foreign to me, but I'm fucking, you know, happy to uh, 
throw my name in there and support her on her fucking journey. Hopefully, we'll be having to pay 60, 70 bucks to see her beat the shit out of women in a ring or uh, in a cage soon enough, you know. Um, regardless, so as I've apologized for the past two nights, I'm sorry we didn't get a show Monday. It's weird doing it on a Wednesday. Um, so I'm a little out of out of sorts as far as that goes. Uh, well, house cleaning against the top of the hour here or top of the show. I don't know. I'm dumb. I just say things sometimes. At least I acknowledge it. Other people don't. It fucking makes me grind my teeth. Um, tonight, 11 p.m. Oh, fuck. I always forget. I suck. Anyway, later tonight, I'll be on Jada Stingray's channel. And anyone that I decide is allowed to be on can also be on. Um, but as it is my choice and I control these people, you know, I do get final say. Um, but we will be doing a live commentary over there for Night of the Demons Part 3. Um, last week we did Part 2. Take a look at that later, maybe after this show's over. I think there's enough time you can get through. At least, you know, you get through us watching the movie. <laughs> It is like a three and a half hour stream now, so you won't be able to do this show and that show, I don't think. Um, but I do have that pinned in the comments for you guys. Take a look at that. Get that fucking set of reminder. Um, so that'll be good shit. Also, off the grill dot store. Pick up some merch. Um, we got a handsome new shirt, worn by the lovely Mikey somewhere. Right here. Peep it. It's beautiful. Um, yeah, and then patreon.com slash off the grill podcast. I'm uh, working my way through just yesterday. I, I released the number three greatest Roseanne Halloween episode of all time. Um, and it's this Sunday, Halloween morning, I'll have I'll release um, number two and number one on that list. Um, then starting back in November, I'll be back to just going in order. We'll, Time travel all the way back to 1987 or 88, whichever it is, um, to season one and uh, continue on with that. Oh, good. McAfee found no viruses. Oh, shit. What else? Eventually, I'll be getting that fucking Chucky thing up for all, all tiers. Um, Really annoyed that I did the first one, and I have to fucking. Not, I'm gonna have to redo it again. Luckily, I was really high, so I don't remember a lot of it. And then I might, I might have actually just been kind of staring at the screen most of the time. So this almost might be like a silver lining situation. But the fact that it was done and edited, and then just like it corrupted, I think is what happened. I don't know, but uh, either way, uh, let's take a look at the chats up, Dan. What's up, Jamie? Brian says hello to Jamie. Okay. Interesting. Ah, there we go. Hey, Brian, how are you? Ah, oh, speaking of Mikey, there's Mikey. Good to see you guys. Good to see you guys. And of course, 
Make sure to like, share, subscribe, all that fucking fun stuff. You know, let's uh, let's get on a fucking. Uh, yeah, Dan, you're not allowed on tonight. Jamie, you either. I've decided. Um, Jess Graham can't go on. Only me and Jake can go on. Um, Jay is actually not allowed on. He has to start the stream, and he's not allowed to stream tonight. But I don't know. Anyway, I mean, I really should stop taking these little shots at the fucking at our little fucking our little our the dwarf of the community. And he does have that little axe, and it's so cute. Anyway. Anyway, how's everybody? I hope you are well. I am fine, other than just being, like I said, kind of out of place. We're taking it way back. We're going to do a little dark blend Coca-Cola coffee. Still good. Still good, man. I hate that no one else likes those because I'm really going to be bummed when they're fucking off the market. I might have to, like, do a last second, like, fucking stock up. Just find whatever I could find that's left. And I don't know. Uh, so, Dan, you have a comment up at the top that I'll get to. I have it on my list. On uh, future WWE Women's Champ. Well, hopefully UFC Champ. Hopefully she can make some real money. Um or AEW Women's Champion. I don't know. Not that they make any more. They probably make less. And regardless, she's going to be successful. She's fucking, it's in the bag already. But, you know, only if she keeps working. She is old enough to watch the show. She is a high school graduate. Um, that is the daughter of friend of the show, Roy. I guess she's also a friend of the show. Other friend of the show, Roldy. <sighs> so there's that. Um, he does not make the final call. And I don't like you fucking putting that awful misinformation out there. You're off the show Sunday or Saturday night, too. How do you like that? What's up, Johnny? Um, oh, Jamie's dying. That's not great. This cold can stuff it. Ew. Cold is cool. Get it? Yeah, Sean McManus, you are a friend of the show. Good to see you. Glad to fucking, glad to get you in here for once. Seems like it's been six years. Hey, it hasn't worked for someone else, but go ahead and try. <laughs> uh, so I got to... Shout out Drumworks right off the bat, and Griselda, and West Side Gun. And I gotta say, Greg Hamilton, go fuck yourself. So over the weekend, apparently, I'm gonna try to pull an article up here and talk. Uh, former, now former, um, WWE ring announcer. Greg Hamilton um, threatened to sue West Side Gun for sampling his voice in a song. And now, mind you, he sampled the WWE, okay? And it just, 
happened to be this fucking I gotta be this shit sipper. We'll go with shit sipper. I guess that's fine. I don't know. <laughs> this shit sipper fucking happened to be the, the announcer on it. It wasn't the reason for the sample or anything of that nature. Um, and he's like, ah, oh, threatened to sue you, blah, blah, blah. If I could find the quotes. Um, So Hamilton claimed that a now-deleted Instagram post. I thought it was on Twitter. I guess it wasn't. He will call WWE's lawyers if Westside God apologizes for using his voice. So this is the quote, I guess. Well, at Westside Gun, at Buffalo Kids Gallery, let's hope that since you stole my voice for your incoherent kindergarten fables, Westside Gun's a fucking killer on the mic. Like, let's not pretend that he's some fucking trap music fucking dork overdosing on fucking Ambien or or uh, Xanax. But, but you saved up enough delivering DoorDash. This dude's just fucking, he's lost. He's, he's mentally fucking lost because, and he makes it DoorDash dot 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 because dot 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 you dot 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 are dot dot dot. He wrote Adding an angry face emoji to substitute a word. I'm guessing fucked. You'll be paying, let's go back to the quote, you'll be paying me for years. Apologize and I'll think about not collecting every dime for the rest of your life. Or I can just get WWE lawyers. That's okay too. Settle with my lawyer and don't ever use my voice again. So wrong. So we took down the post, but despite that, the announcer continued to allege in different comments that the longer West Side Gun ignores him, the more expensive the possible lawsuit will cost. It was 20K, quote, quote, it was 20K, but at noon Eastern, it's 30K, and we'll go to court. Hamilton wrote in one comment, he added another, TikTok, the longer this goes, the longer I have in court. You ready to settle, or do you want to dance with WWE lawyers? It's a slam dunk. Price goes up by the day. That's the end of that article. Um, I don't know. Wish I could find what fucking he said in response. God damn it. This is why you do your fucking prep before the show. So you don't sit there looking like a fucking moron. Um, so this is going to show all the other shit. Same old fucking dumb nonsense that I read through. Sorry, guys. God damn it. Yeah, I can't find it, but it fucking he basically West that gun basically bounced back and went, "Hey, sweetheart, shut the fuck up. I'll, I'll go right to fucking Triple H, and then we'll see what happens." Um, and then 
This might have happened, but it might not have gotten out, but either shortly before this happened or shortly after, WWE has come to terms on the release of uh, announcer Greg Hamilton. We wish him well in his future endeavors, uh, which made me fucking happy, you know. As a fan of those guys, as a fan of West Side Gun and all of Griselda, really. Um, minor fan. I'm no fanatic. I mean, John, my buddy John's a much, much bigger fan. You know, I don't want to misrepresent things, but good. Go fuck yourself. Because, and even if nothing happened, like the WWE is a huge corporation. They do not want to be dragged into shit like that. You know, like, that'd be like someone working at Walmart going, well, you can't use, you know, that sample of me speaking on the fucking megaphone. I'll go to the Walton's lawyers. Will you? Even though I think Walmart doesn't really have anything to do with the Waltons anymore. I mean, I'm sure there's somebody, some fucking great-grandchild that's like the CEO or some shit. But we're just going to let you go. It's much easier that way. And even on West Side Gun's end, it's as simple as going, all right, recut the song. Take him out of it. It's not important. You're Greg Hamilton. You're nobody. You know, I mean, you're not Greg Hamilton anymore either. You're Greg whatever the fuck from fucking Cincinnati. Grow up. Like, you really are, like, just irrelevant, you know. I mean, and, and like like Dan says, Greg Hamilton and is a discount bin think. And I don't even know that that's accurate. He's, he fucking, he couldn't even hold, he couldn't hold Justin Roberts jock. He's a discount bin Justin Roberts. Um, and he's, he's in a stupid fucking haircut too. I hope bad things happen to him. Fuck him. Um, but yeah, I, I, and like, on top of that, man, like, they sample so much shit from WWE. Like, there's clearly, well, there's probably no, like, actual deal in place. It's one of those things where he's spoken to Triple H or somebody. You know, he knows Triple H. He's at like, any show he wants to go to, he can get fucking seat one, you know, row one, whatever the fuck, the one one. Get any fucking seat he wants, so give it to him. Um,. So it's just like, come on, dude. You know, you have no shot. You're just trying. Like, honestly, I could see this being he got fired, so he lashed out at somebody um, thinking maybe he can make a buck or two because he's toast. He's not good enough to. I mean, they're set with Roberts anyway, but he's not good enough to be anything anywhere else or to, to replace anybody, I guess. You know, he's not. He's one of a million you know, um, yeah, I don't know. It's fucking, it's horseshit. Uh, but yeah, it was a little surprising, like Dan says here, that he's being so vicious online like that. Like, like it's not a guy that that has caused controversy in the years past, but. So that's why I think he got fired and then fucking lashed out, you know. Um, I 
Yeah, John's chiming in. He's check out the butcher and the blade Buffalo Kids banner I just sent. Okay, that's that's what that noise was, folks. Um, West Side Gun means way more to the whole culture than punk ass Greg Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, and it's not a WWE thing; it's a wrestling thing. I mean, the butcher and blade are from Buffalo. Oh, dude, fuck yeah, that's fucking sweet. I gotta get that up. I'm gonna get that up quick. Um, Gotta put that up there. I didn't fucking see that. That's cool. Oh, boy. I hate Facebook on a laptop. Sorry, folks. Again, these are things that... Well, this one I, I can't... I'm not really going to apologize for because... I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't plan on showing this because I didn't, you know, only just hearing about it, but it's worth showing. So this is in, oh, uh, fuck, which mall is it? I don't know. One of the malls in Buffalo. There's two of them, I believe. Maybe that's wrong, too, now. I don't fucking, who cares? Oh, God, I'm going to kill myself someday. But, yeah, check this shit out. Like, Like, that's in the mall. That's hanging up. You know, that's the butcher, the blade, and the bunny. All three of fucking those cats. You know, it's like wrestling. All of wrestling, I think, frankly, is fucking on the side of West Side Cut. Because fuck Greg Hamilton. Who's Greg Hamilton? Yeah, dancers. If he wants to sue, just go ahead and sue. It doesn't help him to do that online. I agree. Yeah, that might be it. I don't know. Jamie would know too, but I don't. I never liked the mall. I never really went to the mall ever. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll get a major publicly traded company to squash you. Really does come off bad. Um, yeah. All right. Pinched all that shit. <laughs> Shaw says, can we get rid of Michael Cole already? And I say, no. Michael Cole is one of the best fucking commentators they've ever had. I'll fucking make that point all day long. Go back and listen to him call the fucking Beast in the East show on the, I guess for, for you, Sean, on the network. Um nobody's really in his ear. He gets to do his thing his way, and he's fantastic. Go go back and listen to SmackDown circa 2002. Um, basically, until they listen to anything from SmackDown in 02 when the brand split started, all the way until he was moved to Raw. He's fucking great. He, he's a fantastic announcer. And frankly, those last couple of years of him on SmackDown with JBL, he's better than Jim Ross. I'll fucking, you know. And I, I won't necessarily say that about the beginning of the SmackDown run, only because that might be just because the show itself was so fucking good. But him and Taz were seemingly better, or at least at least as good as fucking Ross and King um, in that time period. But like I said, I'll refrain from like definitively stating they were better, only because Raw kind of sucked and fucking mid-02 and 03. Um, there were a couple good things in there, but whew, that was the Triple H show. And it wasn't the Evolution show. Like Once it be, like 
the middle of 03 once it became like the evolution show and not just not just Triple H. Raw was a little hard to watch, frankly. Um, even though we did get that fucking sweet little uh, Bubba Dudley and Triple H mini feud. But yeah, Dan says Cole's very underrated. He actually does quite a bit more than he gets credit for, although the nostalgia isn't the same for him as JR. Yeah, I mean, Michael Cole was, was great as that company was dying. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, that company's dead. It's still, it's like The Simpsons. It's still alive and doing well numbers wise, but it's there's no heart, there's no fucking passion behind it. It's it's a machine at this point. Um but Sean says, I hate Michael Cole, even during Attitude Era. Well, Attitude Era, he was starting off, and he was legitimately disgusting. He was sucked. He was not ready to fucking take over for Jim Ross when Jim Ross had the Bell's Palsy. So that again, but I don't know. Uh, Sean says, I missed the blue pickups from Steak. Yeah, me too. Fucking talk to my wallet. Um, Jamie says she's a mall queen for life. And Sean says, I'm convinced Dan's avatar is actually him in makeup. Eh, maybe. Uh, this is actually the great Paul Nashy. I was going to say it was him out of makeup, but. Dan says he's definitely better than JR now. I don't think so. I mean, it. Michael Cole with fucking Bucky Beaver, Kevin Dunn in his ear, and Vince McMahon in his ear is not better than JR. Maybe, like, fucking that Beast in the East type. Nope. Uh, let me do my fucking thing. Let me call the match my way. And let me, you know, not have to go, it's boss time! You know, um, he might be. I think JR is the best part still about the AEW commentary team. Um, old fucking Excalibur isn't as bad as he was when he started. He's fixed his voice. He doesn't sound like a nasally fucking internet basement nerd. Um, but that mask, I'll fucking, I'll never fully support him as long as he's wearing that fucking dumb mask. Uh, Brian Trash says JR is old. Old as dirt. Speaking of JR, you know, best wishes to him. Um, he's got skin cancer. They're looking to take care of that. Hopefully, hopefully he can pull through. I think I feel like even at his age, it's a, a winnable um, scenario. So <clears throat> I hope so. Um, Sean says, evolution is a mystery. <laughs> evolution is a mystery. Uh, Billy Bean says, Tad was, I think it's a, that's a meh, but. Cole was good early before they tried to script the announcers. Yeah, that's that kind of goes to my point. I thought Taz is great. You know, he's a personality. And he's probably the second best thing about that fucking group of 92 different announcers that they've got in AEW. Um, Fisticuffs88 says, what do you think of John Cena's recent actions? Do you think he's scared of these supersonic nukes? Well, if you're referring to the whole China thing, yeah, he's he's afraid to not make money. Um, the movies that he makes, unfortunately, really, um, yeah, they're fucking. That's that really. Uh, I fucking lost my train of thought. That's how I know I'm losing my fucking mind. But uh, yeah, 
those fucking superhero movies make most of their money in China. So China's shitty, and I'll never like say, well, yeah, of course you should, you know, side with big China or whatever. But I get it. You know, I understand why he had to or felt he had to. You know, <clears throat> I don't agree with it, and I think Cena's Cena's a solid actor. Um, especially if he wanted to like, like he, he's never going to win like a fucking Academy Award or anything like that. He's not, when I say he's a, a, a good actor, he's not that kind of actor, but he could do well in like comedy movies. He doesn't need to, there's fucking these green screen fucking shitty action movies, superhero movies or whatever. Um, but I mean, like if he did a bunch of like old school action, like, like, like the Arnold Schwarzenegger, I said, Schwarzenegger, god damn it, you know, or, or Bruce Willis, Sylvester Stallone, you know what I mean, like those guys, you know, if he wanted to fucking kind of model his career after someone like that, he could do it and do it well, but, or go into comedies, he was one of the best parts about that fucking train wreck, oh shit, that is the name of the movie, I was gonna say, I fucking accidentally remembered the name of the movie, that fucking train wreck with, um, Amy Schumer. Uh, Dan says, they actually tell the newer announcers to mimic Michael Cole now. And that's not right. Don't mimic. Like, be your own guy. Like, mimic, I guess, in a way, like, like, idolize or whatever or pattern yourself after someone that you enjoy you know someone that, that's in your wheelhouse too but but yeah but dan says cole knows how to do the job the way vince wants him to for sure and yeah and that's that's a shame but you know it is what it is i guess billy says shit who doesn't i have skin cancer i am skin cancer <laughs> Christian says, it's Taz! I don't have that drop, Christian. That's, that's a J thing. Tune in later tonight over on Jay's Stingray's channel, and I bet you can see that drop. Good to see you, though, Christian. Sean says, John Cena was greatest peacemaker in the Suicide Squad. Dan says, Cena does comedy well, and that he's just a generic action star. Dan says, Dolph Ziggler lost his push for banging Schumer. Yeah, I wouldn't push him either. That, that shows poor decision-making. Um, Sean says, if Cena doesn't do the FU to a zombie when he does a zombie film, I'll be angry. Let's hope he never does a zombie film. Let's hope zombie films go the fuck away. I mean, really. What the fuck is left to be done in a zombie movie that hasn't, you know, that hasn't been already? I don't know. Uh, Fisticuffs 88. Seriously, I need to see that. Christians, every time you do your watch-alongs, I'm busy. I watched the Scarecrow show this morning while cleaning, though. Yeah, that was a quick one. That was, uh, not my best work. I was fucking annihilated. So, if I said anything to offend you, I'm not sorry, but... Understand that that's why it happened. I don't think I did anything fucking wacky. 
nothing that anyone's going to have to have a sit down with me where I act like I didn't do anything wrong and it's their fault that I said those things. Um, you know, nothing like that, certainly. But Christian, hopefully, though, you got Saturday night off. Um, that would be great. I'd love to see you there for the Halloween 2 live stream. Um, Dan says, "Word is the same thing after John Morrison for letting Batista bang Melina back. Well, that's not the same thing. I mean, I don't think Ziggler got punished for fucking Amy Schumer. I would have punished him because I don't like her. But, no. but Batista cucked Melina. So it's the same thing that happened with Drew McIntyre after he got beat up by his ex-wife. Vince didn't see him as a man and didn't respect him, so couldn't push him. He just couldn't see him as a fighter. You know, so, I don't know. I don't think those are similar situations, you know, given that I don't know that the Dolph Ziggler thing's real either. But that's another thing for another day. Um, over the weekend, this past weekend, um, the 23rd, I went to, to the Little Theater in Rochester and Caught a screening of Nightmare on Elm Street from 84, the original. It was not as fun as I would have hoped because the fucking there was a fat cunt in the audience that wouldn't shut the fuck up for the entirety of the movie. Like, uh, what the fuck, Ronnie Blakely, is that her name? The, the, the mother, the character, the mother character. Um, I don't know, this might be Ronnie Blakely, yeah. Yeah, boy, god damn it. <sighs> She's pretty awful in that movie. I don't know her from anything else as far as I know. Um, but she was bad in that movie. You know, like so I get it a lot all everyone in the crowd, and he caught me a couple times too. Um she, her, her acting is like over the top bad. It's something you'd see in like a fucking, you know, schlocky, like a, a something like that went to rip off like Sleepaway Camp, like something worse than Sleepaway Camp. Um, and even a lot of that dialogue is pretty fucking like schlocky and bad, badly delivered. But she, I think she's worse than anything in that movie, even. So I get laughing to that. That's fine. You know, like. No problem. But this fat cunt was laughing at everything. It just ain't that movie. This movie is not bad that way. Like, it's a well-written movie. I mean, you know, even, even with the fucking ambiguity at the end, it doesn't totally make sense. It's a well-written movie. It's well-performed by everybody but Ronnie Blakely. Um... But this fucking dumb cunt was just... <laughs> and unfortunately, I fucking didn't have any gum with me, so I sat there grinding my teeth for an hour and a half. Um, other than that, I mean, it looked nice. It looked nice on a screen. Popcorn was terrific. Soda was fine. Uh, I want to shout out Ugly Duck Coffee was there. Uh, giving out free samples of their coffee, so you know, so you'd stay awake. That was kind of cool. Um, 
But yeah, man, that really fucking like really put a damper on my fucking enjoyment of that movie. But um, it was cool to see the old fucking the red line new line cinema logo fucking hit the screen and just like oh. it's so cool. Because she didn't start laughing until there was dialogue, but then she laughed at everything and every fucking, every death scene. Every... Like she's, I think she's sitting there laughing while fucking Tina, I'm pretty sure, while Tina was getting fucking, you know, flayed and, and, and bandied, about, <laughs> bandied about on the fucking ceiling. You know, I just... It took every bit of me to fucking not just scream, shut the fuck up, you cunt! But Rochester's a very liberal town, or liberal city, like, much more, like, it's shocking. I never knew that about that place, and it's not a bad thing. Being liberal is not a bad thing, but that they're, you know, whatever. Let's, let's try to just... Back away from those comments without doing anything stupid. But uh, it's, it's, uh, whatever. I, I just, I hope she fucking, I hope she's sterile. I hope she can never have kids. Uh, so Sean says, Bautista. Oh, and then Dan says, word is Vince couldn't see a top guy banging someone like Schumer, as shitty as this. So, yeah, me either. I I get it, but I don't remember hearing that. I, I remember hearing that they banged because she talked about it, but the internet's going to be K, so just bear with me on that. I don't fucking know why. I haven't had problems with the internet in months. Oh, like two months. Um... Yeah, I hooked up with Sonny. Yep. Isn't Sonny still in jail? I think she is, Sean. Maybe she's not. Stakey said the C word. <laughs> yeah. Fisticos says, don't we just hate all hate that shit? Yeah, it's fucking annoying. Shut up. Like that's why generally I don't go to the movies with friends. Because there's no point. You you need to go sit in the theater and shut the fuck up. So why bring someone with you? You know? Hey, Gypsy, what's up? Good to see you. No, she... Admittedly, I think if it was the woman I thought it was, because I could never see who it was. It was just out of my, like... It was just dark to the point where I couldn't see who it was. But I heard someone talking on the way out. I just didn't know if it's too quiet. I start laughing. Someone said something like that after the show. I think as they had my back turned, grabbing another cup of coffee to leave with. Um... She was all right looking. Definitely better looking than Schumer, I think. Even like Schumer at her skinniest. Um, but yeah, I still would have fucking... I don't know, like 30 style boxed her. Told her to put up her dukes. Uh, Sean says, if it was Elm Street 2, I would have fell asleep. That's because you have no taste, sir. That's why you're watching this show. <laughs> I fucking love Elm Street, too. I can't wait to fucking... Hopefully, they'll play that um, there sometime. Or maybe even if it's somewhere else. But I'm really starting to like the little theater. Um, 
you know, especially the fact that those are Fright Rags joints, basically, because, you know, they sponsor them and do all that shit, but. <sighs> Dan says, our favorite Philly freak wouldn't fall asleep during Elm Street 2. That's not his name. Call him by his name. The faggot of the opera. Gypsy says, don't know about Rochester, but I hear Westchester is nice. Well, Westchester is Bestchester, so... You know, but they're on opposite sides of the state. Uh, Gypsy says, Sauce, if you were put in charge of Halloween ends, how would you do it? Because I really don't like they're going to do a four-year jump. Um, well, first thing is I'd more or less, I'd act like, Nothing happened in that last... Not that I wouldn't acknowledge it, because Cameron would still die. Or would still be dead. Spoilers, I guess. That's shitty. Oh, nah, fuck that movie. I'll spoil the fuck out of that movie. I don't give a shit. It came out two weeks ago. <laughs> Sean said I was at Monster Mania and nobody showed up. <laughs> but, yeah. Going back to that, like, I would just... It's not that I'd say it didn't happen. I wouldn't retcon it. I just would ignore it. I just, yeah, who cares? We're not going to talk about it. Those things certainly happened, you know. Um, but I would make sure to replay that entire Jamie Lee Curtis surgery scene. Um, and maybe show her having to get another one from complications in this one. we got to get that in there as much as we can. I think that's the – that's going to be the new, like, tentpole of the Halloween series is full surgeries. Um I really don't know how I'd end it. I don't have any good ideas. I haven't even heard any good ideas to do it, but um Hey, what's up, Roldy? So Um, hey man, I really don't fucking know. Like, Laurie Strode's gotta die, right? I mean, like, that's that's gotta happen, and he needs to be the one to kill her, obviously. So, that's gotta happen. I don't kill Allison, Allison lives. Although, wouldn't it be like just dark if like she loses her daughter and her granddaughter and but doesn't get the satisfaction of killing him like but that'd just be a, that'd be a bad movie I think like she, if you kill both the daughter and the granddaughter she's got to be the one to kill him so and I don't really want that I don't know I don't know that just you're seeing more and more that this whole fucking this reboot was unnecessary, you know, or at least at least the, the 
Yeah, it was just fucking unnecessary. You didn't need more of them. You didn't. Like, retroactively, Halloween 2018 isn't quite as bad of a movie as Halloween Kills, but it's still unnecessary. It's, it's still very much a who gives a fuck. I don't know. May, hopefully something good happens. I don't have a fucking answer for you, Gypsy. I'm sorry. I just... This last movie really just made me hate. Made me hate Jamie Lee Curtis, frankly, but that's a lot of her own doing, too. Um, so I can't... Ah, fuck. Fuck, it sucks. Uh, that's funny. Damn. Uh, Physicus says that kill when the girl said she could use a gun didn't show she clearly couldn't was hilarious. No, it wasn't. It sucked. It was dumb. It didn't make sense. And it's physically impossible. Like it's physic. It's in. It's physically impossible to accidentally get your arm knocked back the way it got knocked back. Like. I hate that movie. I don't want to talk about that fucking movie anymore. We're moving on. I'm done with it. I'm sorry. I fucking hate that movie. I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm just going to fucking... It's going to put me in a bad mood. <sighs> Talked about that. So the only other thing that I really have to talk about, and I don't... I only just saw this news like maybe a half hour ago. Um... Is the news that Ring of Honor Wrestling reportedly will release all talent from contracts at the end of 2021? Um, so apparently, they've announced today it's planning a pivot with a new mission and strategy that will require a brief hiatus for at least the first quarter of 2022. Jesus. The company said the break will begin following the final battle event on December 11th. Uh, more than that, Fightful's Sean Ross Sapp and the Wrestling Observers, Dave, oh, Uncle Dave, Crazy Uncle Dave, reported Ring of Honor is releasing all of its wrestlers from their contracts. Um, this is a quote from Brian Alvarez. Ring of Honor will do tapings in November and then run final battle on pay-per-view. Nobody's contract will be renewed, but everyone under contract will finish out the year. They are, however, able to work anywhere they want immediately. We are told rumors Sinclair canceled the show are not true. Um, even, even though the promotion is looking for the relaunch in the spring, is looking to relaunch in the spring, sorry, Wednesday's announcement is bound to raise questions about Ring of Honor's overall viability moving forward. ROH was once the top proving ground for rising stars on the independent scene. Almost every top name in the U.S. within the last decade competed in ROH at some point. Brian Danielson, CM Punk, Samoa Joe, Adam Cole, and Seth Rollins among the notable examples. Um, but the growth of NXT helped put a dent in Ring of Honor's popularity because it provided an alternative to WWE's typical presentation within the WWE ecosystem. Basically meaning they did what Ring of Honor was doing, but better visually. <laughs> the explosion of all elite wrestling dealt another blow to Ring of Honor when Cody Rhodes and the Bucks <laughs> um, announced the launch of AEW in 2019 and meant Ring of Honor had to brace for a wave of marquee wrestlers heading for the exit door. You know, that's what happens when it's owned by a billionaire that's not afraid to spend their money. Um, 
That's the one thing where I think, as much as I'm not really a Tony Khan fan, he's different than someone like Ted Turner. You know, he watched wrestling. He didn't just see, oh, wrestling gets a rating. Well, let's put some money into it. I should get into the wrestling business. Um, you know, and Sinclair was the same way. They went, oh, we'll put it on your fucking shitty channels, but we're not going to really put money into it at all. Um, the company could thrive when it was a main feeder system for WWE in the mid to late 2000s. Now it's getting crowded out of the wrestling landscape with other promotions replicating what made Ring of Honor successful. Uh, it would be one thing if ROH went on a break while providing a firm idea of what to expect upon its return and who will be on the roster. Instead, it might be faced with rebooting in the aftermath of a total talent exodus, at which point any comeback will be doomed before it starts. Yeah, I mean, they said anything that I would have thought about. Um, saying but gypsy says when they reboot again i'd like it to be set in the 70s or 80s i'm 70s i'll go with i'll you know basically if they just ape the fucking style and look at the flashbacks from kills i'm cool with that i'm fucking i'm over 80s nostalgia i have I don't have any love for the 80s. Like, I wasn't born, so I don't care. And I've seen enough of it that it's not even like, oh, that's fun. That's cool. You know, because admittedly, a lot of my interests were at their height in the 80s or, you know, or at a height, you know, movies and fucking music and shit like that. Not wrestling. I hate 80s wrestling. Most of it. There's some good shit, of course, like there are in any fucking... I mean, there's good shit now, shockingly enough, but... Whatever. Yeah, 70s, I'd be on board with Gypsy, but no, I'm, I'm done with the 80s. Just done with it. Dan says, the eventual, eventual reboot needs to be a completely new story with all new characters aside from Michael. That's, that's interesting, and that's... It's a shame that the rest of Resurrection was such a bad movie. You know, it's it's not like I can watch Resurrection again and not want to put fucking my family in in the ground. Um, I can't do that with Halloween Kills, so that is saying something for Resurrection, I guess. But that's it. Seems like that's what they were kind of setting up. All right, Laurie's dead, and now he's gonna fucking you know he's just going home. Go home. Go home, Michael. Um, which you know, and that's cool. And you just fucking people. Oh my god, the old Myers house. Now, unfortunately, they, you know, they added two dungeons and fucking you know, a uh, they, they basically they basically beat Rob Zombie to the punch to show that Michael Myers was a tortured child. So like that movie's kind of shitty, but that was seemingly the intent was to fucking kind of do a soft reboot where the timeline was still intact, but they just, you know, moved on from Lori. So, um, just says maybe even a fifties, Michael Myers. I think visually that'd be pretty awesome. That might be cool. I don't know. I just, I, if you're going to do it, just, it's just, all I ask is that it's fucking good. I don't care. Don't with it, what the gimmick is going to be. Just make it something that's not fucking, too horrendous. Um, 
Dying Breeze, because I see AEW getting plenty of new talent. Let's hopefully they don't just keep adding. Hopefully, with any additions they make, they cut a lot of the fucking dead weight that's still there because they don't need to be in a big show. I don't care how many fucking YouTube shows they have. Sunny Kiss can go. Uh, Joey Janela can go. Marco Stunt can go. Bye. We don't need you. You suck. Honestly, personally, Orange Cassidy would go. I know he pops the fucking smelly AEW fanboys, but anyone that's not like clued in under the indie scene or whatever isn't going to like that character and isn't going to get that character. Yeah. Um, Dan says it's time for Jay Lethal to go to either WWE or AEW. Yeah, he, he definitely needs to be on a, a, a grander stage than he's ever been um, as a serious character. It's kind of a shame that he spent most of the the best years of TNA as a fucking Macho Man ripoff. Um, I'd prefer he goes to WWE, I think, even though he won't be used as well, maybe. But AEW is just so crowded at the top. I don't want him to be a mid-card guy. I'd like for him to go with WWE with the caveat that um, the caveat that he kind of goes straight to the top of that company because he's that good um, and they need top guys. But Dying Grease is funny. No mention of impact. Well, I think for good reason. Um Impact is run like a fucking two-bit promotion, like a, as Jim Cornette would say, a mud show promotion. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's nothing for me from what I've seen. They, like even with Christian Cage as champion, I know that's changed. It's there's nothing to keep me there. So I like the NWA. I like Trevor Murdoch as the NWA champion. I, I think that NWA would be smart to grab some of these Ring of Honor people uh, as they become available. And try to try. First, get Velvet Sky off of commentary. Um, that's important. I don't know if she's just at the pay-per-views or what, but she was she was the worst part about the last um, NWA pay-per-view. Um, they've got a good mix of guys. Like, JTG is there, and he looks – he doesn't look like he's aged a day, first off, but he's just fucking busting his ass in the gym. Um, Elijah, the, the former Elijah Burke, D'Angelo De Niro's there. You know, Pope is pimping. Um, I always liked him. I always thought he had fucking star written all over him, and then two big promotions failed him. Um, I mean, uh, fucking the former Magnus, whatever the fuck his name is, he sucks. The British fucking guy that held the title for six years, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think NWA could potentially benefit big from this as long as Corgan can pay them something. Um, I guess that's one of the reasons Ricky Starks left NWA is because he wasn't making what he's worth. And that dude's going to be a star one day too, I think. Dances controlling the pocketbook is a big one for AEW, and, and to an extent it is, but that dude's got so much fucking money, you know, and, and 
it's not like he's just got a set amount of money. They're they're that family is making money by the day. You know, um, you he owns a sports franchise, which admitted it's not a successful one, um, but just owning one is going to make you money. He owns fucking they own football. They're uh, you know soccer, America, fucking European football, whatever you want to say. Whatever is going to get you to understand what the fuck I'm trying to spit out of my stupid fucking face. Um, that's going to make them money. Whatever they and Shad Khan initially made his billions with is going to make them money. You know, um, w- when you're that big, it's hard to fail. Like you're too big to fail, basically, at that point. Um, so, yes, it does a little bit. Just, I mean, it's just smart. It's, you know, to be mindful of that. But if he needed to outspend the WWE for whatever reason, he could do it and not lose an ounce of sleep over it. Uh, Dan says, Cassidy deserves a chance to reboot himself at least, but I definitely don't see the appeal. Yeah. I was hoping that that fucking Nick Aldis, that was, yeah, that's the fucking jerk off in the NWA. Um, Ah, fuck. What was I saying? God damn it. I had Oh, with Orange Cassidy. I thought the feud with Chris Jericho was going to be the thing that fucking transformed Cassidy into at least a semi-serious wrestler. It would have given him a layer, you know, of personality, but the feud finished. Jericho got to play with the cool kids, you know, quote unquote. And then Cassidy went back to the same fucking thing he'd been doing before with no with no change whatsoever. There was no like fire or it sucked. It's terrible. Gypsy says female wrestling is more interesting now than the male wrestling. I think that's pretty true um they still don't seem to eat any of the companies don't really seem to know how to write a feud that's not a title feud outside of you called me a bitch and said my hair was whack now i'm gonna fight you but the wrestling's good the wrestling um from a perf oh sorry sorry cornet from a performance standpoint, you know, from the actual look of it, you know, and, and there's actually characters. It's not just brown-haired slut, blonde-haired slut, you know, blonde-haired virgin, brown-haired virgin. You know, <laughs> there are characters and shit like that that's very cool to see. And, you know, you can actually fucking, it's, it's people you can root for past, I don't know, she's hot, I guess. You know, case in point, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Ruby Riot. Now Ruby Soho in AEW, who I have my money on to win the TBS tournament. The new TBS championship. Um, Dan said Lethal had the last good Ric Flair match. It's probably true. Uh, Zombie always liked women's wrestling. Good to see you, Zombie. Gypsy says the 2000s Diva era was awesome. Was it? Because that's that's the, the matches were dog shit. The storylines were worse. They were just fucking like Playboy hot. 
you know. Um, but yeah, like uh, Becky's great, Charlotte's great. Ooh, good thing I thought about that. I gotta fucking. Put that there on the back burner, you know. Um, uh, Bianca Belair is terrific. Sasha Banks is fantastic. Bailey, when she when ba before Bailey tore her ACL or, or blew out her Achilles, whichever it was, I always get I don't get them mixed up. They're on different parts of the body, but I always like you know I forget which because they're both like devastating lower body injuries. Um, so I don't ever remember which who who gets what and when and how all that shit. But before Bailey got hurt, you know, she was the best thing about the either either or any women's roster, not just SmackDown or Raw. SmackDown, Raw, AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor, NWA, anything. She was the fucking best thing going. Um I like Naomi a bunch. I think I think she deserves more chances. Like I think, as much as they don't need any more, as you know, they, they don't need any more championship belts in that fucking company. A mid card non tag team belt would be fantastic. You know, and you could even rotate one of like Becky Lynch, Charlotte Bailey, Sasha Banks down to that belt to give someone like Naomi a spot to shine with the fucking main belt. Um, <clears throat> you know, but like I said, there's a there's plenty of talent there. I agree, Gypsy. Like they're fucking. They're if maybe they're not the draw in my eyes, but they are definitely a big draw. Um, and Gypsy says, meanwhile, you've got Vince still doing way overpriced pay per views. Streaming has to be the model, I think. I, I don't. Is do they still sell? Oh yeah, because I think that's how Cornette watches the pay per views. He pays seventy dollars. So, sure, whatever, but why are you paying for pay-per-views? Like, get the fucking network. You, of all people, living in fucking Scotland, still have the actual WWE network. Pay for it. Watch the shows if you want to, or, or don't. I mean, I don't, I'm fucking certainly not going to shill for that company, but, you know... Anyone that's paying for a pay-per-view is an asshole because the network is available outside of America pretty much everywhere. Canada's got a weird cable thing, but they have weird entertainment laws anyway. Um, but and even in America, you have Peacock, which isn't great for live stuff. Anyone shitting on the way the fucking the archives work is just retarded. You know, but it doesn't, there's no on-screen fucking fast-forward or rewind thing. It's just like a dumb, you have to kind of guess. And, you know, I, I get that being annoying for people. And it, and it cuts out and fucking freezes, and which you'd think they'd have figured out. But, you know, I think it'd be easy to say, well, this is what, server-wise, this is what we used for it. So maybe get something like that for you guys, you know. You're fucking NBC Universal. You're one of the biggest fucking entertainment conglomerates on the planet. You can afford the server space. Um, Zombies is all I wanted was an Undertaker pay per view. There's some Netflix thing with him on it in the new day. 
Dying Breeze is as of October 2021. Khan's personal net worth is $8.9 billion. I think this is, this is Shad Khan, who has two kids that he's giving all his money to. So let's split that. So let's say Tony Khan, Tony Khan, Tony Khan, Jesus Christ. Let's say Tony Khan is effectively worth $4.45 billion. Okay. He's fine. They're fine. AEW's fine. They're not hurting for money. Um, in 2021, he ranked 94th in the Forbes 400 list of richest Americans and the 291st richest person in the world. Damn. Um, Dance's XPW is coming in November. I think you, you guys should keep an eye on it. I don't think I need to, Dan. I know you like it. I'm not trying to fucking shit on it, but I don't think I need to. Um... Gypsy says, the thing about Khan is he spends the network's money, but he's not willing to spend his own. That's, I think you're talking Shad Khan as far as the, um, fuck, as far as, like, soccer goes, you know. Tony Khan spends his own money. Like, he's not affiliate. Like, there, there are zero, you know. Contracts set up the way WCW was set up. Um, you know, so it's not like when WCW folded, there weren't guys like Nash and Scott Hall, well, not Scott Hall, Nash and Hogan and them sitting because they're being paid by AOL, you know. Um, but Zombie says, Stay, do you think Ruby Riot is hot? Yes, I do. But I also think she's a compelling character and she's very likable. Um, but yeah, Dying Breed kind of sums it up. Ruby is hot for sure. Tattooed chicks rule. <laughs> and Dad says Ruby may not be for everyone, but I cut off a slice. But I'd cut off a slice of her pumpkin pie. Now you're being vulgar. Gypsy says he prefers Ruby Rose. I kind of hate her, actually. Yeah. Thank you, Dan. Zombies more of a Liv Morgan, Becky Lynch type. I like uh, Becky Lynch, I think, is probably number one in my heart, frankly. But uh, you know. Liv Morgan is all right. Jersey chick. She's cool. I like her. I, I like her. I don't she's not especially attractive to me, which is not a big deal. Um Gypsy says, not now, unfortunately. Cable channels have exclusive rights to, to the network. Because, I mean, there's places you can fucking stream it anyway. Like, I could give you... I don't get rid of that. I, I could give you websites if need be. Just hit me up on Twitter. I know you'll have to make a Twitter, but, you know. But also just get a VPN. Like, Pizzao's got a... Uh, <laughs> a standing agreement with Surfshark. Um, I wish Christian was here. God damn it. But, uh, you could just pretend you're in a country that, you know, has the network still just log in from there. And he says, Batwoman had terrible writing, but Ruby Rose is perfect in that role. He talking to Holly Berry, Batman or Batwoman. Cause no, Batwoman, not Catwoman. Just fat idiot. 
Batwoman, I don't fucking, yeah, that doesn't sound. VPN beep. Beep means a very particular word to me, zombie. So, uh, never mind. <laughs> oh, boy. We'll, <laughs> we'll just let that one go. Um, this is pretty much a fucking wrestling exclusive show today. Don't know that I'm upset about it, but I also don't know that I want to do it a lot. Um, I have two more stories, I guess. Um, we'll go with Bleacher Report again because they didn't—they did a good job fucking summing things up on the last thing. So, report WWE superstar support Becky Lynch after rumored confrontation with Charlotte. Um, WWE locker room is reportedly excited with Becky Lynch over Charlotte Flair after their heated argument at Friday's SmackDown. Uh, PW Insider reported there is no backstage heat on Lynch, who was seen as merely defending herself against Flair, who derailed their in-ring title exchange to close the show. Which, in-ring title exchange is a phrase that should have never been fucking spoken, typed, whatever, wherever. <laughs> Um, Fightful Select previously reported Flair was asked to leave the arena before Lynch finished her dark match. Um, there has been increasing tensions with Flair backstage, who was seen as being difficult to work with. PW Torch previously reported Flair disrespected Lynch and undermined Sasha Banks when she threw the Raw Women's Championship on the ground during her exchange with Lynch, which was not part of the script. Uh, Banks later interrupted the segment to set up a feud to position herself as the top babyface woman on SmackDown. Didn't she just turn heel? Didn't she just attack Bianca Belair like a month ago? That company's fucking stupid. Vincent Flair then got in a heated altercation backstage after the show went off the air. All Elite Wrestling's Andrade Elidolio, who is engaged to Flair, tweeted F-U-W-W-E. Late Friday night. It's unclear if the tweet and Flair's incident are related, as Andrade had a match on AEW Rampage that same night against Pac, another former WWE talent. Um, so that whole thing is fucking interesting. Um, shout out to Tom Campbell of Cultaholic, who actually did a pretty good video yesterday, I believe, talking about how Charlotte's current situation is very much WWE's fault. Um, I won't go into it totally, but just kind of the way that they treated her from jump, you know, kind of fostered this behavior. Um, and it really manifested it in the first place, you know, like she started out above everybody else, you know, not as good as above, you know, she was Charlotte Flair, you know, which uh, is a whole thing. I, I recommend going and giving that video a, a look if you have time or interest or whatever, but I think it's interesting. As much as, you know, Charlotte gets shoved down the audience's throat, I think, I think she's at heart a good person. You know, I know she's had slip-ups and she's had a fucking rotten life too, you know. Um, so I feel bad for her and I feel like she's just being made to look the villain too much and all this. Um, so I kind of hope that nothing bad happens, you know, nothing irreversible. Uh, it's rough, man. 
Now, I think if fucking if this is all a ploy to, but I think it's too long a standing thing that she's been hard to work with. This isn't like recent, but if she's trying to get fired, I kind of hope they do just let her go. She would be such a fucking boon for that AEW women's division. Her and Britt Baker, her and, and Ruby So Now, of course, it also means that Tony's got to fucking have a set of balls and say, listen, sweetheart, you're great and we're glad to have you, but it ain't all about you. Not everything's about you. Um, so we'll see. I mean, maybe, fuck, you know, maybe, like I said, as far as NWA goes, like if they're able to secure funding, because, I mean, Corgan's got a good amount of money, I think. I don't think he's running that on fucking, you know, a shoestring budget, but I think he's just being smart with it. And, you know, before he starts to pump too much into it, he wants to see a little return first, but I don't know. Maybe he's broke. I don't fucking know. I don't know the man. Um, Getting a flair to compete in NWA, not a bad way to go either. And I mean, she could almost, I think they have like a loose working agreement anyway, AEW and NWA. So like she could potentially get paid by AEW, but then be the NWA champion and kind of do a lot of work that way too, you know. Um, but yeah, there's, oh, her and fucking, uh, the fuck's her, Serena D would be great. God damn, man. Charlotte Flair outside that system has a bunch of very uh, intriguing fucking matchups. What's the chick with the half-painted face? I forget her name. Something fucking... I don't know. That'd be a great match, too. She's fantastic. Yeah. It's so weird to be sitting here getting excited about women's wrestling and, and not a fucking like, yeah, man. My dick's rock hard kind of way. Um, I think the last thing we'll fucking yep about here is the, uh, you know, the reason for the title of today's show. Um, so Alec Baldwin's had a fun last week or so, huh? Apparently, the Santa Fe district attorney says she was shocked to learn of the fatal shooting on the rust set. Um, oh, where is this noise? Why do they have to have videos that just fucking start on these cocksucking faggot websites? Shut the fuck up. All right. I'm just going to do this because it doesn't really matter. I don't hear myself in these anyway, if that's not a surprise to you. But uh, Santa Fe County Sheriff said he considered the projectile that killed cinematographer Helena Hutchins a suspended live round. Or suspected live round, sorry. Hutchins was killed last week as actor Alec Baldwin was practicing drawing a prop gun during rehearsals on the set of the movie Rust. Santa Fe District Attorney said the investigation is ongoing and the prosecution will be initiated if facts and documents support charges. Um, 
Yeah, so basically what happened, it's similar but not quite the same. Oh, there's the fucking video. Cool. Similar but not the same. It's weird talking without the fucking headphones on. Um, um, I just... Similar to the crow thing, but not the same, like I said. Um, but the DA here says she's under the impression movie sets are safer and more protected. The entire situation, so I don't care what she has to say. It's really not important. Um, how live rounds got into the gun will be a key factor in bringing charges, she says. Obviously. like We don't know how these live rounds got there, she said. Um, and I think that they will probably end up being kind of the linchpin for whether a decision is made about charges. Um, the search warrant. Rust assistant director acknowledges failure to fully check Baldwin's gun. Assistant director on Rust who handed out Baldwin the gun that fired the fatal shot acknowledged to investigators that he did not check all the rounds loaded in the weapon prior to the lethal shooting. Um, a detective wrote the search warrant affidavit made public, public Wednesday. Detective Alexandria Hancock described her interviews with First Assistant Director David Halls and armored or, and armorer Hannah Gutierrez. David advised when Hannah showed him the firearm before continuing rehearsal, he could only remember seeing three rounds. He advised he should have checked all of them, but didn't and couldn't recall if she spun the drum. Uh, when earlier after say Hall shouted, cold gun, meaning the gun did not have a blank or live round that contained gunpowder that could explode before handling, handing it to Baldwin. So, yeah, basically, I don't know. There, there's a lot of shit, and I haven't been keeping up on it because I don't. it seemed like a non-issue to me. Um, not a not, like, obviously, like, someone fucked up, but it didn't seem criminal to me. Criminal to me. God, I can't talk. Um, but now there's I saw shit and it might all be fake because I, I don't know where I see these things I just kind of like half ignore them but they creep into my head sometimes oh he's Jay Stingray what's up bro but like I saw some shit where the the lady that got shot had an argument with I don't know different people and then they they had walked out on the set because they didn't they didn't like how safety protocols had been handled or, or ignored or whatever i don't know i i don't really know and i really shouldn't talk about this but um i figure you know at least touch on the subject a little bit seems like gypsy thinks alec baldwin should be in jail oops Fuck. Uh, all evidence thus far is pointing to Alec Baldwin should be in jail. I don't think so. Again, like I said, that's just me going on the, the little bit I've heard. It's like not like he pointed at her and said, hey, bitch, here's this gun. You're dead. Like it was an accident. Billy said, I shared, hey, Nan, nice shot music video on Alex Page. Uh, Zombie says, I kept hearing Alec Baldwin in the other stream that I had to look it up. Yeah, it's been a thing. Jay said, I heard the 
the crew had been using the prop gun for target practice. Heads are going to roll on this one. Yeah, like, it seems like they were fucking pissed off at her and slipped that to him unknowingly. I don't think he's fucking responsible. I've also seen the take that, like, it's a fucking prop gun in a movie set, so I don't think this logic applies. Like, in real life, it does, for sure. But that, you know, since he was the one to pull the trigger, he should, I don't know why I'm making it mocking, it's it's a decent way to think. It's just, I think it's a misguided, it's misguided here that he should have looked at the gun and okay. Like what is he, he's going to pull the fucking, because like even in the fake gun with the fucking, without the, the loading, like it's going to look loaded. They have to like, otherwise like that's a big fucking, it looks stupid. I don't know, but. Zombie blames the armor, which I think that's where it really should lie. You know. Um, Gypsy says, Baldwin is a producer on Rust, so I'm sure that means he is responsible for the overall production, which includes health and safety. He's a producer because it's in his contract. He's not a producer in anything but name and probably fucking, you know, the monetary gain from it. I don't know. I don't like fucking Alan Baldwin. I'm not trying to like fend for the guy or, or defend him or whatever. Like, I just don't think he's responsible. I mean, you know, like, should he have been arrested for that awful fucking Donald Trump impersonation? Yes. Should I have been arrested for saying impersonation? Also, yes. Um, no, right there. Zombie says, I don't think Baldwin is in as much trouble as the, the prepper, the armor. Yeah. Jamie says, I can't fault Alec Baldwin. He trusted others who didn't do their job. Many at fault, but he's not responsible all by himself. I, I agree with that. But... Roldy says, If I can't fault Alec Baldwin, then if I hand my neighbor a loaded weapon, tell him it's blanks, he doesn't check and shoots his wife, my neighbor should get away with it? No. That's not the same thing. It's not a, you're not on a movie set. Okay, like there's a level of implied trust that should be he shouldn't have to check a fucking prop gun. You know. And also, yeah, you lied, so you would be at fault. But, you know. Also, he'd be at fault for shooting as well. Like it's different. That's not the same thing. I don't know. You, again, I think you just don't like him because he did a bad Trump, and you're conflating that. Um, Gypsy said, I agree, Jamie. I just think as a producer, he failed in protecting his colleagues. Yeah, that, 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 this argument's a non-starter for me, Gypsy. He's not a, a real producer. Uh, certainly the weapons master is most accountable, but he didn't act on the walkout reaction. Yeah, I know. But I don't know. I don't really care. I just figured I should talk about that if I'm going to fucking reference it in the episode. Um, <sighs> anyway, I am about fucking done. It's been almost an hour and a half. Did a show. It wasn't that bad. I actually ended up. Uh, Billy says no one does a better Trump than Shane Gillis. I agree with that. Um, you know, 
If I'm going fucking for a, a Trump impression, I'm going with Gillis. If I'm going with how I should speak to my daughter, I'm going Alec Baldwin. Fucking no ifs, ands, or buts. But I want to thank you guys all for being here. Billy Bean, Jamie, Roldy, Zombie, uh, Fisticuffs88, Gypsy Warrior, if I didn't say that already. I think I might have, but it can be said twice. Uh, Jay Stingray, Christian Hannah Horror, Sean McManus, uh, Dying Breed. Start finally starting to actually remember that one there, Mikey. Dan Shine, thank you. Oh, Johnny J, of course. Uh, I think that's everyone. If I missed you, I didn't mean to. What's that one? I don't really recognize that one. Oh, that was it. Perfect. I think that's it. Also, cocksucker. Thank you to all my LGBTQ plus fans. You know, I really do appreciate the support. And thank you to all my patrons, Big Crack Rock, Christian Hannah Hart, S'mores and Doors, Nick Ridza, Jay the Stingray, Jess Graham, Orc145626, Dan Shine, Lauren Dixon, Mr. Bombastic, RetroCag, Daily Ghost, Slaughterport, Ben Yukonevich, Brian Trash, and Jester8082. And if you want to become a patron, head over to patreon.com slash Podcast and sign up. It's starting to get fun over there, I think. It's starting to actually be some fucking worthwhile content. Um, okay, Gypsy, one more. Hold on. The faggot of the opera. But that'll do it for me, folks. Take care, and until next time, Iris loves you. Hey, gang, don't forget to uh, like, subscribe, and share at youtube.com slash steaksauce92. Uh, you know... Leave me a nice El Salvadorian free review on iTunes, Spotify, on that five stars, whatever. I don't know if Spotify does anything. By the way, Iris loves you.